Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Societies here to drop another episode of amazing content. Q just dropped a drop as soon as I was getting this episode ready to go, and it's a big one. They are bringing Jeffrey Epstein and Anthony Weiner's laptop back into the limelight, telling us to watch New York City. What does that mean? We're going to get into that in this episode. And also, the UN is backing Antifa. What a surprise, right? So we're going to talk about that, talk about Joe Biden, Trump rally that's going on out in Tulsa. We're going to be hearing some woke people from there, some real woke people from that, from that, uh, from the rally, and so, so much more. We have a lot to get into, but as I always like to begin the episode, let's hear a word from our sponsor. The sponsor that I've been promoting since, I don't know, three, four weeks now, been a great sponsor. Their name is Flip City Magazine, America's Last Lab. I'm going to show you guys just a piece of what the new issue is going to be about, but I just want to show you the copy that I still have because it's absolutely beautiful and just to give you an, just give you an expe- expectation of what you're going to get. This is the older issue. This is beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. It's artwork. It's nostalgia. It's comedy. It's clean satire. And the best part about it, you see that PC with the slash? This is not politically correct content, and that is a big reason why they are a sponsor of this channel. So let me get into the content of what the new episode, what the new series will be about. This is the table of contents from the newest issue that's going to be out when you subscribe today. We have Woke World. Six stars we like to see quarantine. One day at the doctor's office. Song bland. Hollywood gets its mask on. Kids yesterday. Kids today. Old friends. Little coif. Bushy beard. Biker. Mobster. Zombie. Meth lord. So you guys got a lot of content there. A lot of different uh, issues. A lot of different uh, variety of topics there. So that is the table of contents. I'm just going to show you what you're going to be getting as far as the main theme with this new issue. And we're starting up here. It's one year from today and peak wokeness has finally been achieved. Get inclusive with the amazing man, dad, grandperson, and introducing Norm, a creepy, lame little 10-year-old kid whose conspicuous lack of piercings and body mods raises eyebrows at school and at home. So we have work Woke World here, the family that trans together, stands together, and you guys get the tongue-in-cheek reference. Very funny, very clean, and this is what you're going to be getting in the newest subscription when you go and subscribe. So let's bring you over to their website here. Again, this is flipcitymag.com, America's Last Laugh. You have two options here. You guys can subscribe right now for, for as little. This is so cheap, and this is why another reason why I love having them as my sponsor. It's affordable, American-made. These are two people out in California that are completely independent, and they're putting their blood, sweat, and tears into this magazine. Again, all American-made companies, small business, you are supporting them when doing this. It is a $20 subscription for a year. That's it. It's a four. You get four magazines. For the year, one per quarter, and that is mailed directly to your door in a professional wrap. And as soon as you open it, I guarantee you guys will be impressed with the artwork alone. It's absolutely stunning and beautiful. And if you guys don't want to do that, you can order single issue magazines for $5.49 as well. Either one is supporting us, but I'm telling you guys right now, the subscription for the 20 bucks, you can't beat it for the price. I'm telling you, I have a physical copy of one of the magazines in my hand. It's absolutely stunning and will not disappoint. So go there, flipcitymag.com. It's in the link description below. Hit that button. Go subscribe and support our sponsors. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you are supporting Woke Society. So go check them out, guys. Flipcitymagazine.com, America's last laugh. So where do I want to begin? Well, as I always like to, I want to start out with a laugh, making fun of Antifa and all that good stuff. So we're going to start the show off with a hilarious video about a patriot talking about how he lures the Antifa riders slash looters 
into his property. Take a watch and I'll see you guys on the other end of the intro. I'm hunting. Who are you hunting? I'm hunting Antifa. What the hell is Antifa? Oh, they're these small, hairy little rodents. You usually find them living in the burrows of Demorats. The males are little scrawny things. And the most unusual thing about them is they have no testicles. The females, they're about twice the size of the males. Usually they have orange or blue hair and their mouth is almost as big as their ass. They're generally found in the city, but they've been wandering out into the suburbs in the country now. What are you using for bait? Oh, I use a decoy to bring them in. What kind of decoy? Right there. America. America. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots and now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Isn't that video great? It's a perfect way to learn Antifa. Just put an American flag in because you know they love they love this country. I love it, man. I love a good video like that. I love people who have a sense of humor. We all need to laugh, especially in times like this. So many exciting things going on though today, guys. So many exciting things. So let's start off. Let's start off with this. The UN, ladies and gentlemen, siding with Antifa. Let's look at this. This is from UN, the UN Geneva Twitter account. UN hashtag human rights experts express profound concern over a recent statement by the U.S. Attorney General describing Antifa and other anti-fascist activists as domestic terrorists. They have a problem with Trump calling these people domestic terrorists. You know, the same ones that are burning down our buildings, burning down cities, hurting people, even some killing people, as we just saw here out in Seattle not too long ago. So a couple of people, one was killed out just last night. So saying it undermines the rights to freedom of expression and a peaceful assembly in the country. So you is under the impression that Antifa, they're not domestic terrorists. We are impeding on their right of freedom of expression and a peaceful assembly. Oh, that's really funny. Because I, I don't know if you guys have been watching the news the last three weeks or just watching my channel in general. Do they all look like peaceful protests to me? You guys already know the answer to this. But are we surprised that the UN is backing Antifa and saying that this is impeding on our rights? And this is why I'm talking about we diverted a civil war. And we're going to get into more detail just of this right now. Look at this article from Breitbart. UN shares Antifa flag tells us Antifa has right to freedom of expression, peaceful assembly. And you know what? In that term, they are right. Antifa, as much as we hate them, now they're before they were classified as a domestic terrorist group. If these people got together without hurting people, causing violence, destroying buildings, they absolutely do have a right in this country to protest. 
They absolutely do. But again, we know what's really behind Antifa and their entire goal, which is completely anti-government, anti-America. So let's look at what the United Nations said here. United Nations, this is in quotes, experts slammed President Trump's call to label Antifa as a terrorist organization claiming it'll undermine Antifa's right of peaceful assembly. Despite many instances of violence by the far-left anarcho-communist group, on Friday, the United Nations office at Geneva, Geneva, posted the flag of Antifa on their official Twitter account, saying that a group of human rights experts at the globalist organization had expressed profound concern over a recent statement by the U.S. Attorney General describing Antifa and other anti-fascist activists as domestic terrorists. Oh, they didn't like that one. They didn't like being labeled exactly what they are, so they had a problem with this. Saying it undermines the rights to freedom of expression and a peaceful assembly in the country. Yeah, ask all the police departments that have been having to deal with them and even the National Guard. And you tell me right now that they were peacefully assembling and just doing, having, expressing their rights as Americans, right? One expert cited in the statement from the United Nations was Finola Ni Alwen, the UN special reporter on the, on the promotion and protection of human rights and fundamental freedoms while countering terrorism, who also works as the board chair of the Open Society Foundations. Who is that linked to? Women program, OSF being the plaything of left liberal billionaire activist George Soros. International human rights laws protects the right to freedom of expression, association, and peaceful assemblies, said Neo Alon, adding that it was regrettable that the United States has chosen to respond to the protests in a manner that undermines these fundamental rights. Well, I feel so comfortable now that the UN has Antifa's back. And again, this is what I feel like was the ultimate plan, right? We're going to have Antifa rise up in cities, then they're going to take over sections of cities. They're going to expand. And what is, what is it going to do? The Democratic governors, the mayors are going to allow this happen. They're going to force Trump to uh, force his hand and bring in military. And what's going to happen? There's going to be conflict. There's going to be dead bodies in the streets. And there's going to be blood everywhere. And guess who's going to be there to film everything and blame Trump? The mainstream media. So this was the ultimate plan. So now we have... That's not, that hasn't happened yet. And as, as of now, CHOP or Chaz, whatever the hell you want to call them at this point, they're still out there, but there has not been major, major violence and bloodshed on the streets, which is good, which is good. But this is what they're pushing for. Because look at this. The UN is now backing Antifa. So could you guys have seen a future if things have gotten so out of hand and if, if Antifa was allowed to rise up in all these cities? Trump sends in soldiers the narrative changes to Trump wants war with American, with American uh, protesters, peaceful protesters. That would have been the narrative. And then you throw in the UN in it. Think about this. You throw in the UN and guess what? Who's crying for UN soldiers now to come into US territory to stop Trump? Can you guys see a civil war happening between civilians, soldiers, and outside foreign invaders technically of what they would be? And do you, would, you, would you guys think, do you guys think that the Democratic mayors and governors would stop the UN from coming in? They would probably actually invite them to come in because it's all about optics. And I think this was the original plan going forward. Now, let me just switch over here. Oh, my bad, guys. This is the actual Antifa uh, flag. I just didn't, I, I guess they haven't gotten it out yet. This is Pantifa, always in a bunch. Did not mean to pull that up there. Oops. So, 
this is this was the entire plan, and now we're seeing it come out, and they're not even hiding it anymore. And this is from another article from Breitbart talking about Black Lives Matter co-founder. Our goal is to get Trump out. And all the virtue signaling people I saw on social media, on Facebook and Twitter talking about, oh, I donated to Black Lives Matter because we want to stop racism. We're all against African-Americans being treated improperly by police. All this stuff, not knowing their donations were actually going to Democratic donors like people like Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Not realizing this. And the main goal is right here from their co-founder, our goal is to get Trump out. So really, are they really for black lives? Not really. It only matters when the election is right around the corner and they want your votes. Appearing Friday on CNN's The Lead, Black Lives Matter Global Network co-founder Patrice Kohler said President Donald Trump should resign from office immediately and said our goal is to get Trump out. So are we really surprised by this? And here is the video of this interaction. And again, this is from the lead CNN. And of course, they would have somebody on their channel like this talking about how Trump is unfit to do office and he's just he needs to get out. Let's take a watch. Which is up compared to President Trump when it comes to these issues that are important to you. Well, um, hands down, Trump not only needs to not be in office in November, uh, but he should resign now. Um, we Trump needs to be out of office. He is not fit for office. And so what we are going to push for is a move to get Trump out while we're also going to continue to push and pressure uh, Vice President Joe Biden around his policies and relationship to policing and criminalization. That's going to be important. But our goal is to get Trump out. Right. So let's push Trump out. And again, they never give a reason as to why he's unfit besides the typical BS of orange man bad racist Trump, whatever the, whatever the old narratives are that we've been hearing for years now. But yet we want to put a, we want to put a gentleman that's been in politics for over 50 years who has done literally nothing for the black community. And we have multiple sound clips from Anons and other Twitter followers and Twitter people that have gotten millions of views over social media of Biden talking about racial jungles back in the nineties, saying how he wants to protect his kids from those same exact people, right? Terrible stuff. Absolute hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. And this is the one, these are the ones that Black Lives Matter wants to push into office because Trump is just so unfit to do this. And as Black Lives Matter has no problem coming out and just stating the facts of what their movement's really about, it gets even worse. And another article from Breitbart here, Soros-affiliated anti-deportation group part of defund police movement. No way, right? An anti-deportation group affiliated with leftist billionaire George Soros Open Society Foundations, where have we seen that foundation before? It's literally entrenched into anything that's democratic, is one of the groups behind the defund police movement taking place across America. This is the same Soros who came out a couple weeks ago saying he had no, he had nothing to do with Antifa or any of these protests or riots, had zero to do with it. But yet we keep seeing Open Society Foundation pop up in the news, having their tentacles in all of this. The Soros-affiliated group has been part of the defund police movement as far back as early as 2016, long before the death of George Floyd that brought it to national attention. While many Americans see the current protests and riots as organic reactions to the death of Floyd, many organized groups are seizing on the momentum. The Soros-affiliated group is called Organized Communities Against Deportation, OCAD, lists on its website the Open Open Society Foundation as a partner. What a surprise. George Soros is actively funding immigrants and other people that are illegally here to keep them here. Infiltration instead of invasion. 
On February 16, 2016, OCAD hosted a protest in Chicago, Illinois, to defund the police according to an article posted on the website of Not One More, another anti-deportion organization, itself an offshoot of the larger and more organized anti-deportation group National Labor Organizing Network. During that protest, activists sat on ladders in the middle of a street in front of a regional immigration and customs enforcement, which is ICE, Field office holding banners that said dismantle ICE, defund the police. The activists consider ICE the largest police force in the country and were joined by leaders from the movement for black lives. Oh, they even black lives came and want to help the immigrants now. The illegal immigrants who say there is a connection between their efforts, the article said. So this is again... This is the painting, the broad picture, and we've been talking about this on the channel for the last few weeks now, what everything was leading up to. We had COVID, which led to these riots, which leads to defunding police, getting rid of police altogether in some states, completely um, just abolishing them. And on top of it, the people that are protecting our borders, which is ICE, let's defund them too, completely leaving our country exposed to human traffickers, drug smugglers, gun runners, whatever you can think of was coming to our borders. Let's get rid of all that protection. And now you have Black Lives Matter, Antifa, George Soros, all at the head of this, all funding it. And now we're seeing it come to light. And you want to talk about a revolution. This is what the plan was, I think, from the get-go. They were trying to weaken Trump's economy. They were trying to bolster the unemployment. The stock market got jacked up. Everything happened all at once. They were definitely pushing Trump to see how far he could go before he cracked, and he did not crack. And in, and look at this. Today is June 20th, and we know what today is. Today is one is is the first day that Trump is having a rally in months. Could you afford? I, I don't. I could highly doubt the deep state foresaw that Trump would be holding rallies in the, almost towards the end of June after this whole entire pandemic went on, right? They shot their ammo way too soon, and Trump is already getting on the train and starting and just getting that momentum going again, as if he doesn't need it, because we already know one million plus people put requests into this rally, and there's some friends that I already have that are there now, and I cannot wait, which is going to be at 6 o'clock tonight. But I'm bringing up the word revolution for a reason, because John Kerry here, this is in the Gateway Pundit, John Kerry warns of revolution if Trump is reelected. Honestly, John, if it was the opposite, there would be a revolution of real patriots taking our country back. But we already got it all. We got it under control. And let's read this article. Former Obama Secretary of State John Kerry warned of revolution if President Trump is reelected and voters believe the election was not fair. Kerry made the remarks Friday morning in a virtual Copenhagen Democrat, uh, Democracy Summit appearance with former NATO Secretary General Andes Fogg. Rasmussen, that's an interesting name, who is also the former Prime Minister of Denmark and Australian reporter Ryan Heath with Politico. In response to a follow-up question by an observer after Heath asked Kerry about his experience losing in two, in two, uh, the 2004 presidential election and whether he thinks Trump will leave office in the manner we have been accustomed, should he lose in November, Kerry likened the potential unrest in reaction to a Trump victory to the 1770s American Revolution where British colonists waged a war for independence from Great Britain. Kerry also compared the unrest in 2020 to 1968, where the U.S. saw assassinations, riots, and the burning of cities across the country. This is his quote. If people don't have adequate access to the ballot, talking about COVID and voting, I mean, that's the stuff in which revolutions are built. If you begin to deny people the capacity of your democracy to work, even the founding fathers wrote in the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, we have an inherent right to challenge that. And I'm worried that increasingly people are disaffected. So here we are again talking about how they are still not over Trump winning 2016. 
this is what reading this article is what that tells me. And they're completely projecting, making regular people like us, any kind of Trump follower, supporter to be the crazy ones and the minority when it's the complete opposite and comparing what's happening. Their side of the movement is really they're the patriots and Trump is Great Britain and he's the dictator and we need to defeat him. And it's all going back to mail-in ballots, which Q has been telling us for the last few months now. But I want to just get another perspective here, guys, because I want you to see this, this, this statement from Susan Rice. And again, what she thinks of Trump supporters. This is a 20-second clip here, and this is, this is from Steve Guest, and it says, Unhinged. Susan Rice says Trump supporters belong in the trash heap of history. Yeah, this could very well be Biden's VP. Let's take a listen and hear what she actually said. Clear that this election and whoever Joe Biden chooses among many very talented candidates is about getting Joe Biden in the White House, somebody who can heal and unify the nation and remove Donald Trump and consign him and those who supported him in the Senate to the trash heap of history. She says Trump supporters belong in the trash heap of history. Do you see why, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I don't associate myself with some people now and completely distance them because a person like this, Susan Rice, is an enemy of this country. Calling people who love this country trash, telling them to go to the trash heap of history. Are you kidding me? This is what we're fighting against. And again, they want to keep blaming the mail-in ballots and the safety of these ballots because literally the only way they can win this election is cheating. I think it's between Susan Rice and Kamala Harris now who is going to run as a VP, the front runners for Joe Biden. So we're going to have to see and see what happens with this. But speaking of people who just get it, because not all African-Americans are brainwashed by this Black Lives Matter stuff. I'm going to play this video clip from my boy Methods here. There is a little bit of a language, but the context and the message is what I want to get across here. This is an, he says, epic moment from the line at the Trump rally. Again, this is in Tulsa. I want you guys to see this because not every person in the world is brainwashed by this. And there are African-Americans and a lot of them who support Trump. Let's watch this. So you got a, for the podcasters, there's a car here and a black gentleman here. They're both filming each other. And the car pulls up to the black man saying, man, what are you doing voting for Trump? And they go back and forth. And this is the response. Yep, all Trump. All Trump. House nigga, man. Hey, I'm educated to be a house nigga. I've never been on the plantation, brother. I've never been on the plantation, brother. I've never been on the plantation, have you? Have you been on the plantation before? Right. So don't ask me about me then. Yeah, okay. You're not going to make me shut up, brother. You can talk all jazzy all you want to. Yeah, okay. And the gentleman just drives off. And this is, this is what I'm talking about with all these people kneeling, all, all the white people kneeling to black people. The man says right here, I've never been on a plantation. I was never a slave. I wasn't born a slave. And he's 100% right. And this is why I want to read here. This was a post I put on YouTube and my other social media. And it says, you want to talk about privilege in this country. Just look at the far left. You can loot, riot, destroy monuments, gather in mass and burn down cities. They run our social media and big tech platforms, cancel anyone who disagrees with them, and silence your online voice for simply having a different opinion. 
Don't talk to me about privilege. People who have never been slaves demanding people to get on their knees to beg forgiveness for sins they never committed. And that's not racism. When you wake up, it gets easier to see through the bullshit. And that is exactly what I'm talking about. People that have never been slaves, people that have never gone through that, and they're still talking about all this you know, all this history, which there is a legitimate history, there is reasons to be great, but these people are taking this message and completely turning it into something that it does not need to be turned into. And this is what we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing with now. And it just drives me crazy seeing people get on their knees as if that's going to fix the problem, as if torn down statues are going to fix the problem. And you have people like Susan Rice saying that people, that Trump supporters are the tra- can be forgotten in the history and are a trash heap. But these same people are the ones that are allowing these people to loot, riot, and destroy cities. But we're the the ones that belong in the trash heap. Do you see who the enemy is, ladies and gentlemen? This is who we're fighting against every single day. It's disgusting. But let's cheer us. Let's let's, uh, get some more positive energy here. This is, a, uh, this is out in Tulsa right now. This was a few hours ago. This was posted. There are thousands of people outside. I just want to play the clip. It's only 10 seconds here. Just look at this, though. It's absolutely beautiful. Trump supporters out here in downtown Tulsa this morning. As you can see, thousands descending upon the city to see the president later this evening. And for everyone out there in the podcast world, nobody is wearing masks. And you guys can see in the video here now one person that I can see is wearing a mask. And the best part about this is Trump is doing this right. There are literally waivers that are being handed out to everybody that's attending this event saying if they do not wish they want, they don't want to wear a mask, social distance, that's on them. They can sign it. They hand it in. So nobody is getting in trouble. But if they want to, there are mask hand sanitizer that is being provided at these rallies for people who want to wear the mask. He's doing it right. So there can be literally no question about anything that's going on here. And literally right now, as I speak, talking heads from the mainstream media are exploding right now that this rally is actually happening. And there was a, there was a judge or lawyer that shot down something that wanted to put regulations and rules on this rally. And the judge shot it down and kudos to that judge, man, because they are trying so hard to just get their claws in at any bit that they can in this rally and, and just do as much damage as they can to Trump going forward. And again, we're seeing thousands of people gather peacefully. No one's killing each other. No one's burning down buildings. We're all there just for to be patriots and to enjoy it, which we'll be watching tonight. Again, that's gonna be at, I think it's at 8 o'clock tonight maybe. We'll have to see. But either way, this is the silent majority, and they're about to get loud. Absolutely wonderful. Now, this video right here, guys, this gave me huge encouragement for what's going to happen with their with the uh, voting. This man right here was on Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense podcast. I don't know his name, but he's talking about a system that's being built, that's been built since the midterms, that's not through social media, not through mainstream media. It's a brand new system that is backed by the military, created by the military, that is going to counter votes. And there's, you're going to hear him in just a second how there is nothing out there like this in the entire world. It's brand new, and there's no way to get to, to cheat it. So let's take a watch and see what this gentleman has to say. It's fantastic. We've spent, a, we've spent the last three years building some new technology we have not revealed yet. Um, I'm not going to reveal it here because it's a secret, but next time I see you alone, I'll talk to you Good. about it. But we have a way we're going to converse with hundreds of million, 100 million Americans that we need to get out to vote directly without the media in the middle, without social media in the middle. We have a way to do that um, that's been unprecedented in American history. And when we turn that engine on, we're going to be able to deliver votes and bring a GOTV, you know, get out to vote effort that's never been seen in American history. 
it's nothing. It's never been seen in American history, and it's going to reach hundred. What do you say? A hundred million Americans to get out there and vote. It's going to bypass the mainstream media, bypass social media because you cannot trust them. They cannot be trusted. They just took social media. Just took down uh, Trump's video of the of the white and black kid. We've seen it before. You have it's it's all over. It's a it's a gif. Um, you just have a, a white kid and a black kid, very young, running towards each other and hugging. And and Trump made a funny video comparing. Um, CNN as the fake news, putting funny headlines. And of course, it was deemed racist and the original copyright owner put in a complaint and all social media took it down. You can't trust them. You can't laugh at anything anymore. You can't do anything anymore on the internet without it being tracked and traced and watched and censored. This is just the world that we listen to now. But this is something that's going to bypass that. So there will be no question. There will be no Russia, no any other, whatever country you want to put in and to replace Russia, there is no more excuses as to what's going on. And it's good because as this is going on, more and more negative media is coming out about Joe Biden. And because this is happening, they're going to cheat. They're going to do this mail-in ballots as much as they can. But look at this. There's another article from Breitbart talking about Joe Rogan saying left-wing media have completely ignored Biden and cognitive decline. And this is beyond true. Not a big fan of Joe Rogan. But in this case, he spoke some truth here. Thursday on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, host Joe Rogan said left-wing media have completely ignored former Vice President Joe Biden's repeated verbal flubs and judged that the presented Democratic presidential nominee is clearly in some form of cognitive decline. And this was his direct quote. I'm seeing this one thing that I keep hearing over and over again from people of the left that really disturbs me in this concession, that what you're voting for is the cabinet. You're voting for the Supreme Court. You're voting for someone who's not going to reverse Roe versus Wade. That's what I keep hearing from my friends on the left. They've basically made the concession in their head like, hey, you know, this is what I'm voting for now. Not the president, just everything that comes with the president because the president, eh, he doesn't really look he's all there, but everything around him that's going to come with him is what I want. This is their logic. And the news media on the left has completely ignored all these Biden speeches that clearly show some kind of cognitive decline. And Rogan's remarks come after the comedian revealed in April that he would rather vote for President Donald Trump over Biden in a hypothetical general election matchup. In March, Rogan mocked his 70, the 77-year-old Biden's repeated gaps as not a normal way to communicate unless he's high as F and predicted that the president is going to eat him alive in November. And that is true. I was just talking to some friends yesterday when this when this, if he even makes it that far, if he gets on stage with Trump, it's going to be a bloodbath. And I have I have too much empathy sometimes. I'm going to end up feeling bad for this guy when I shouldn't. But I hate seeing people suffer. But this is what we're dealing with here. This is this is again, Dan Scavino making a video about Joe Biden here and it torches him. Let's take a watch. Joe Biden is slipping uh, rapidly rising. Uh, um now at the age of 77 years old and running for president for the third time, Biden is clearly diminished. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. Sometimes I wake up and I think it's 1920. Joe Biden does not have the strength, stamina, and mental fortitude required to lead this country. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. But he puts a perfect video together, and you guys don't think they have videos upon videos upon videos quotes um snippets of videos of just anything they can possibly think of to destroy this man 
and everything that he stood for, the 50 years he's been in politics and hasn't changed jack squat. You had Obama in there for eight years. And what did you do to change racism? Literally nothing has changed. So what's he going to change now? And this is why it's baffling to me why anybody, anybody at all can support Joe Biden. It's absolutely sad, and it's really this unfortunate to see. So let's get into the Q drop, shall we? Because this this is where it's going to get spicy, and I am so excited to talk about the very latest one. So I just want to go over the – let me see here. There's three of them that we didn't cover from the last episode, so I just want to throw those in there. They're from the 18th, but that's okay. Let's start with 4481. German officials placed children with known pedophiles for 30 years, and this is beyond disturbing. But this, ladies and gentlemen – This is the truth that we all know, Anons know, but this is the sad, sad truth that most, most of the world does not know. So let's read what Q said and we'll go into the article. Only when evil is forced into the light can we defeat it. Only when they can no longer operate in the shadows can people see the truth for themselves. Only when people see the truth for themselves will people understand the true nature of their deception, difficult truths. And this here goes to the uh, Breiper news article saying a report has uncovered a Berlin government-backed pedophile network that actively sought to place homeless children with pedophiles. And again, oh, this is from Twitter, which we're going to have here in a second. That's the next one. Yeah, that's the next one. But this is the tweet that uh, Q linked here. And it's... This is not surprising to me because this is exactly what Epstein was involved with. And we're going to see in the latest drop what Q is talking about with Epstein and Anthony Weiner, which is so exciting. Um, but the thing is, this is in Germany, this is happening all over the world and it's definitely happening in our country. And that is going to be a very, very hard red pill to swallow for a lot of Americans and a lot of people in general, it's going to make people beyond upset. And this is people like us, ladies and gentlemen, all of us true through red pillars. We have to be there to catch them when they fall and help them get back on their feet because it's going to be a very disturbing day when that realization hits the country that, yeah, There's a lot of pedophiles in the upper ranks in politics, elites, and this is what's going to be coming out. And we have to get ready for it, and we have to be able to get ready to help as many people as we possibly can. And Q is just staying on that theme here. 4482, big tech cozying up to pedophiles. Difficult truths, this is not another four-year election. And again, goes to a Breitbart. We have Breitbart all over the place today. And this, this article headline is, Twitter allows pedophiles to discuss attraction to minors. And the article reads, in the past week alone, it was reported that Twitter has suspended journalist Andy No for tweeting inconvenient facts. That's what the left calls conspiracy theories. We like to call them inconvenient facts for the left. About the pur- purported epidemic of transgender deaths and undercover journalism organization Project Veritas from running recruitment ads. But if you're a pedophile who wants to discuss your attraction to minors, Twitter Twitter's just fine with that. And they go into all the details of that, which I don't want to get into on this channel here, but we have known this for a long time. Jack himself has tweeted out some really, really creepy stuff with pizza. And we just, you know, we know what it is. Can't get into so much detail on this channel for uh, censorship issues, but this is what they're talking about. And it wasn't just, it's not just Twitter. It's also Facebook. And this was a story going back in March. And I remember talking about this. This is from uh, Fox News. Bizarre Facebook survey asked users if they condone pedophilia. And I remember talking about this. And again, this says Facebook is under fire for publishing a stomach-churning survey that asked users whether pedophiles should be allowed to solicit sexual pictures from underage girls. The cringeworthy poll surfaced at the top of Facebook's homepage for an unspecified number of users the past weekend, according to a report. And again, this is just a push to normalize the pedos. That's essentially what it is. 
they're feeling out the public's where they really stand on this. Is this something that we can keep pushing subconsciously? Keep pushing, keep pushing, and then again trying to normalize this. This is where it's heading. And it's just amazing to us that people like us on Twitter and Facebook, we are constantly being censored and they want to talk about privilege. Man, it would be great to have big tech behind us and supporting us because imagine how much damage we could do against the deep state if we had that kind of support. We'd be doing so much damage, dropping bombs every day. Truth bombs, that is. So this again, this is what Q is pointing out to us. 4483, Thin Blue Line Flag USA, again, supporting our... Our cops out there, military, anybody that's on the front lines, again, huge thank you to all the first responders and the police that have been dealing with all the garbage that's been going on for for months now. Most of you are good out there. I know you are, and I just want to thank you for that. But again, Q is pointing this out. Let's support cops in America. They are not going to go to the wayside. Now, here we go. 4484. This was just dropped today. And as far as I know, there's no other Q drops. I'm checking now. No new Q drops as of now. And it's 236 on Eastern Time. 4484. SDNY. Importance of SDNY control. And that is the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York. Jurisdiction. Wiener Evidence Collection. Clinton Foundation. Epstein Evidence Collection. Ukraine. Focus on above. And that in the for now, and the for now is in the kill boxes. And also, watch New York City. Q is letting us know we need to be paying attention to New York City right now. The Guard refusing to step down. POTUS refusal to formally nominate. Appointed to post by SDNY judges. Unusual. Removal of acting. The stakes are high. They will fight. Super Bowl is bigger, greater than the puppy show Q. Now let's go into the tweets here of what Q is talking about. Now, this is now this was being reported as of last night in Twitter, and a bunch of people were trashing Barr, and the mainstream media was also trashing Barr, saying that Barr, again, is Trump's lapdog, doing whatever he tells him to do. Now, Attorney General William P. Barr on the nomination of Jay Clayton to serve as U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. So, Barr here was announcing it, but before all this even happened, this other guy that was in the replacement, let me see if I can find his name here, uh, Je- yeah, Jeffrey Berman. He was bitching and whining about saying that he didn't know this was happening and he found out through the press and that he's not going anywhere and he had no idea this was happening. And the only way for him to step down is if someone's nominated and he's replaced. But he already knew this was happening. It was already happening on the scenes. Barr made the announcement and now pretty much he's just acting like a whiny little baby about this right now. So let's see what he had to say. Statement of U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman on announcement by Attorney General Barr. I learned in a press release from Attorney General Barr tonight that I was stepping down as United States Attorney. I have not resigned, and I have no intention of resigning my position to which I was appointed by the judges of the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York. I will step down when when a presidentially appointed nominee is confirmed by the Senate. Until then, our investigations will move forward without delay or interruption. I cherish every day that I work with the men and women of this office to pursue justice without fear or favor and intend to ensure that this office important cases continue unimpeded. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is super important. This is the Southern District of New York. Who is heading the the, uh, Anthony Weiner laptop and Jeffrey Epstein files? All this was under the Southern District of New York. And what Q is talking about here is saying they will fight. The stakes are high. 
why hasn't really anything been going on with Epstein? And I've been hearing a lot of people and people on the boards and even Shills calling out Q since Epstein killed himself. Q has really dropped the subject on Epstein and it's gone to the complete wayside. I do not believe that for one second. I believe this the swamp, as they always say, runs deep and there are roadblocks after roadblocks after roadblocks. And I believe this man here, this this George man, or Greggy, whatever the hell his name is, Geoffrey Berman is of the old guard and is a problem with what we're, what the disclosure of what we're looking for is going forward. But now he is going to be replaced by someone that Trump has nominated and Barr has signed off on. And Q is telling us to watch New York City going forward. So what are we going to see? The Anthony Weiner laptop and Jeffrey Epstein is the core problem of what we can't really talk about on this channel so much. You guys know what it is. What happened on his island, the stuff that went ho- happened on the island, it all it's all connected and it just it envelops everybody that's evil and just re- and, and just encapsul- encapsulates it. So, one other drop here, want to shout out to Methods too. He's the one that showed showed me this. Um, this was an older drop in reference to the Super Bowl reference here that we just read from the new Q dropped just recently. 2843, John Solomon, the end is near. Mueller investigation and there will be no charges against POTUS. But you knew that already. Hence why Adam Schiff, SDNY, and Maxine Waters are attempting to keep the insurance scheme ongoing post-Mueller. Remember, Anthony Weiner's laptop was the insurance policy. But that is going to go away. That is what was keeping all these people quiet. But that is going away now. And Q writes, fear. The fun begins directly after We'll make the Super Bowl look like a puppy show. And guys, I'm letting you know right now, we have, I don't know how many months until November, but it's getting close. Q says the fun begins directly after this. And again, they're talking, this, this 2843, this was in February 20th of 2019. We'll make the Super Bowl look like a puppy show. And as we look at the newest drop right here, what do you see? Super Bowl greater than the puppy show. They will fight. The stakes are high. Removal of acting. What's going to happen? Are we going to get some huge time disclosure before the election comes out? Are we going to see these big arrests? We're talking about the laptop, Anthony Weiner's laptop and Jeffrey Epstein, guys. This is high profile, huge, big stuff. And we already know. That's why the thumbnail is, it is what it is. We have it all already. We have it all. So I know a lot of people think we're on the losing side of everything right now. There's a lot of negative news, a lot of doubt, people doubting Q, doubting Trump. I am asking everybody just to stay the course. Trust the plan. It has to be this way for a reason. People need to be shown. And to me, guys, I have not been disappointed yet. Have I been in my in my in my low my low vibe some days? Absolutely. This stuff ebbs and flows, but that's okay. We're gonna get through this together. Remember it. We're all in this together. So that's the episode today, ladies and gentlemen. If you can go to the YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe, comment, tell your friends and family about woke societies. Tell, let them know. We are the news now. And if you guys want, please go to the Patreon. I'm going to be starting new live streams on this starting next week. Most likely on Monday or Friday, I'll announce that on my social media. But anyone who signs up, I'm going to make a $10 tier for anybody who wants to get these exclusive live streams. It's just going to be extra content. You guys can ask me questions. It's going to be more private, more intimate for all the diehard fans out there. I'm going to put this as an option as soon as I make this episode and get it out there today. Go there and subscribe. It's going to be a really good time. We need to build off these other platforms. That's we have to, we cannot uh, what's we cannot depend on YouTube. 
That is what I'm saying here. So go to these backup channels, subscribe, support this channel and support independent media. And if you guys want, as you know, all my backup stuff is on BitChute as well. It's not the best platform, but it's there in case YouTube takes this down. Go there for my backup stuff. And of course, guys, go check out my wokesocietys.com webpage where you can find all my podcasting links and all that good stuff. And of course, when you hit the store, gotta show you guys, I got this new badass mug here called Orange Man Rad. It's really funny, really cool. It's really slick, just like our president is. So go there. That's there. There are shirts. There are V-necks. There are hoodies. And if the store would go quicker, I would be able to show you, but it's okay. Yep. We got some all this stuff here. And yeah, there's some cool, cool Q merch and woke merch. So go check it out. It's on the main screen here too. All at the shop. PayPal donations can go to the store below. Everything that you need to contact me is in the link below. So check out my sponsor. Check all that good stuff. Guys, have fun this weekend. To all the fathers out there, including myself, have a happy Father's Day. I believe the rally is at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. It's either 6 or 8. It's one of those. Go watch it. It's going to be historic. It's going to be a good time. Have fun with your family. Enjoy fathers out there. Enjoy your weekend. And until then, stay safe, stay warm. And as I always like to say, stay woke.